Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey Alarmy, before we get started, we wanted to make sure you heard the big news. The Alarmist has joined Patreon. Patreon subscribers will get access to our content ad-free, as well as our aftermath post-interview discussion and final verdict. We'll also be putting out additional bonus episodes and other fun stuff. Here's a preview of Guest Alarmist, where I step aside and let a guest walk us through a personal tragedy, and together the Alarmist crew figures out who's to blame. This month, Alex Paul discusses the Beverly Hills Hotel Heist. The promise of a free vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. I, I mean, like that. Nothing in the world, this world is free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing in this world is free. And and that's what kind of made us dig deeper is like we had no money. We were broke. This seemed like a little fun opportunity and we could not let it go. Mm-hmm. We wanted it to happen. We couldn't just be like, no, we're not, Peter. We're not on the reservation. Goodbye. Turn around. We were like, no, like this is our one little freebie fun thing. Like we should have it. We you know like. What I- it's like maximizing like on sales, you know, when, when there's an, an offer, you can't let it go. Yes. You can't let it yeah. go. Yeah. I, I know I can't let it go. And apparently <laughs> I, Alex also I can can't let it, let it go. So <laughs> easily. I, I love letting offers go. I love when offers come along and I'm just like, nope, no, not going to no, take go. it. Not going to take it. Go to patreon.com slash the alarmist and subscribe today. Now on to our episode. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this very special mailbag episode. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. And fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And it's December. We've got mail. Mm-hmm. It's not Santa's mail. It's alarmy mail. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> With requests. Well, we don't take Santa's episodes. Mail. No. <laughs> no. You ever guys, since last year. You guys year. don't. No, you do? Well, remember that um remember remember that episode we did about writing letters to Santa? Yeah. Yeah, the mm. scam. I thought that was a pretty good idea. So me and a couple a guy of guys from the um research department here at the fact checker at the mm-hmm. fact checker wing uh-huh. we're starting sort of a side business 
where you can um, write letters to Satna. So mm. it's if, it's if people is Satna. So if people misspell it, it comes to us, and then um, we haven't really worked out the finer details of the of the idea, but it's something like that. Wow, you better get to it. It's it's coming up soon. No, we're all over it, but yeah, we're looking at a launch of 20, 20 24, 25. We're not ready for this year. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just joking around. I'm in a kind of a jokey mood. Oh, I was writing my That's letter. Perfect. I'll stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm just a little bit of a, in a jokey mood right now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's good. We're all in for a treat, I'm sure. Yeah. The mail mm-hmm. really gets Chris. Yeah. I can't even think of the word. I do like, we haven't done, uh, we haven't done a, uh, uh, one of these mailbags in a while. It's been a hot second since July. That's about, that's why it's been a hot second. And my dad's, my dad, Steve, he likes to listen to the mailbag episodes. Um, they, he says they're some of his favorites. So I just want to say, if you're listening, Hey dad, <laughs> we're back. Should Sorry. We... <laughs> what? Did we lose Clayton? No, no. No, we lost your dad since July. Since he July. hasn't heard an episode. Sorry, oh. haven't done an episode. Uh, <laughs> he's interested in it for like seven months now. I don't know that he's not interested, just that he doesn't um of course listen as much, I guess. Yeah. Uh, or he doesn't like as much until we do. I feel like I, any of our parents episodes. would like these episodes the most because it's just us talking and they just want to listen to their kids talk, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the sum of they it. They don't care about us talking about history. They just want to hear us talking to each other. <laughs> They're like, ah, Clayton is so cute. <laughs> yeah, that Chris, he's so funny. Are you doing an impression of my dad? No, or I'm your doing mom? my mom. Okay, okay, just making sure. <laughs> um, well, let's dive in because we have people who do listen to the episodes yes. and are... Uh, you know, have recommendations, have thoughts. Yes, and I love the alarmy here. Thank you guys so much for writing in. Please continue to do so. It's yes, and always I, fascinating to hear what you're thinking about and what I, you like and what you hate. And I don't really like the criticisms about me. I'm, I'm rambling. I feel like I'm yes. rambling. A yeah, little no, bit. I'm watching you Rebecca. definitely. I was, yeah. I was about to continue, but but. <laughs> All it's a podcast, you know. So there's like in there, and then every time she would, Chris would start to, and Rebecca very graciously was like, "Okay." <laughs> um, I'll stop. I'll, uh, I'll start. I'll start okay. because we have a really good. Let's go. Uh, email to start with, and this one says. Hey, Rebecca and the Alarmist team. I absolutely love the podcast. I started from the very beginning and I'm still catching up. I was particularly fascinated by your episode about Biosphere 2, and I watched the Spaceship Earth documentary after listening to it. It just so happens that I had a trip planned to Arizona for a wedding, and I dragged my husband and daughter along on a four-hour round-trip drive to Biosphere. (laughs) My daughter, a one-year-old, is too young to talk, but she's heard every episode of The Alarmist. (laughs) I think if she could talk, she would say The Alarmist is a great history comedy podcast. The Biosphere has everything I've ever dreamed of. Thank you for making me laugh till I cry and for making a history more accessible. I never would have had this insane experience without being a proud member of the Alarmy. I can't wait to keep listening. Stay alarmed. Robin and baby Alarmy member. And then she sent us two in like such cute photos of her and and uh, baby Alarmy at (laughs) at the Biosphere. I mean... That is really cool. And you know what, actually, and I might be just my weird mood I'm in right now, but, you know, if you think about it, a womb is kind of a biosphere, too. Mm. And that baby was recently, was more, she was, it, she came out of the womb. I That's mean, we why all she's did. so happy in the pictures? Possibly. Yes. I don't know if it's there's familiar. a real connection there. Also, <laughs> big shout out to Matt Wolf, who directed Spaceship Earth, the documentary oh, referenced yeah. here. We went to school with him. Yeah. He's a, a really talented it's, it's a documentarian. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I'm so honestly jealous of Robin because this is I everything I want. I know. Did we, we really talk should about go? Did we, like, we've, yeah, we should we, go. And, and we talk about doing like some, some kind of series where we do field trips. That's yeah. we, what Let's are we do doing? 
sitting here in this garage in front of a microphone? We could be out in the world interacting with the disasters that we talk about. I know. But this one is particularly fun because there's evidence of, you know, you can listen, you you can do your research about it and learn about it and then actually go to it. And And we can lock ourselves in there. Lock ourselves in there. I don't know. I Close wonder the if there's door. that option. For, I, I don't know if Robin H- had that option. Hide. It's sort of like, you know, go hide in there and then wait till they close it up. And then, you know, you play around in there and plant stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bring some seeds. I Bring some seeds mm-hmm. and steal some stuff. <laughs> and then go know. back like a few years later and see if those seeds grew. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh. Anyway, that was awesome. Robin and Baby Alarmy member, thank you so much for that letter. Her first word is going to be... I was going to say stay alarmed, but that's two words. It's going to be uh, well, fashion industry and jail. <laughs> also two words. Yeah. Jail. jail. <laughs> Probably jail. 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 Capitalism. That's yeah, what her that's first word is going to be. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah, Patriarchy. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> so this is another email. And I, I'm sorry, I'm going to try and go faster. Yeah, let's burn through these. I've, I've, uh, I've realized we've keep, got a lot. Keep the comments to yourself, Clayton. I feel like Clayton's being a little bit like... Yeah, it's me. Just I'm just going to yeah, definitely Clayton. Kind of in. rambling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you on dr- Are you on an upper? Are you on drugs I'm in New York something? City, so I don't even know what happened oh. last night. <gasps> oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. The yeah. big so A? Sex the in big the city. apple? Yes. I'm having sex in the city right now. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that's I think what happens that's how it when works. you go to New York. I guess um, yeah. mm-hmm. you just get off the plane okay. and it <laughs> <You> starts. Start. <laughs> All right, and guys, you you're do. getting off track. Let's go. Okay, back to the. I said I was going to go fast, and then yep. we just mm-hmm. digress for minutes. Um, this is uh from Alex, mm-hmm. and it's it reads: Greetings, alarmists. I'm working through the back catalog and got to the mailbag episode after the Disneyland opening, a question was posed about the max occupancy of Disneyland. Mm. After an exhaustive Google search of multiple seconds, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have like, the answer. I don't like that I don't like how Chris the, does his uh, fact that's checking. A, that's <laughs> a dig at you, Chris, I think. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Um, okay. The max occupancy of Disneyland is 85,000 people with an average daily visitor of 51,000 people. Wow. Also totally unrelated, but I only just recently realized that Chris played one of my favorite background uh, bit one-off characters from The Office, Mm -hmm. season seven, Mm -hmm. episode 13. The seminar is not one of my favorites, but Chris but Chris's 0.2 cent line just cracks me up mm. and I'll occasionally drop it in, in a conversation. No one ever laughs. <laughs> Jeez. I, I feel like within that compliment, there are like so many seven, like non compliments. Yeah. Seven like, non compliments. Like, <laughs> digs. This is a love hate Alex says it's, sure. it's, it's, yeah. I Season mean, like, seven, episode 13, the seminar is not one of my favorites. <laughs> but that's not like Chris. That's on the writers of The Office. You brightened that boring episode. So funny. I mean, I have something to, let me tell you, let me put it this way, Alex. Um, I will not be putting this up on my motivation board like, to, <laughs> to, your... to, to, read, to read in the morning. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I do appreciate that. I, I'm, I'm happy that the line cracked you up. It's really, but I love the calibrating. Look, I, it's not the best episode and no one ever, no one ever laughs uh, when I, when I mention it, but, uh, but I, I liked it. I laughed. Hey. Okay, we'll continue. One disaster that may be interesting is the Hepner Creek flood of 1903. It killed roughly 25% of the town. Really enjoyed the podcast. If you're ever desperate for a guest, I'd love to come on. Alex Heisler. Thank you so much, Alex, for writing in and uh, for your uh, recommendation and your, um, and honestly, your offer for, um, uh, coming on the show, we'll uh, we'll have to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Alex. Um, okay, we're moving on again. We've got a lot of e- emails to g- uh, go through, and I'm definitely not going to get through them. But we're trying our best here. This one is from Brad, and Brad says, "Hi, Alarmist Podcast. Been a fan for the last few months. I'm behind, so if I've already if you've already done a few of these disasters, then oh well." But here are a few disasters you should cover. Okay. 
2020 Beirut disaster. We'll have to put mm-hmm. these up on the uh, on our list, Clayton. 1931 yes. China floods, over 400,000 deaths. Wow. Ooh, the Galveston wow. uh, hurricane. 1900. We did it. We did it. Uh, check it out. Eccles mine disaster, 180 deaths. Yikes. Uh, I haven't. Okay. I, I haven't heard of that one. Um, Let me look that up. Real yeah, quick. we'll put it up on the board. Uh, not on the board on, on our list. Um, and Brad continues. I love your podcast. Keep it up. West this is my Virginia. favorite podcast by far. No other show is as close to the awesomeness of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm. Sh- uh, I'm sure. Yeah, you'll put the fat fact checker in line. He's a very loose cannon. Brad. Uh oh, Chris. It's just like shots fired at Chris these days. What the heck? Where's my like where where doesn't shouldn't I have like a support team in the army that's like I'm just like a, I'm here for Chris. Like I stand like my stands. Uh-huh. Is that the right I terminology? Think you have lots of fan- St- I think stands? you have friends. I think it's a love hate situation. Do you guys know what stands are? Hate. Do you guys know what stands yeah, are? Yeah, like so, like your uh, your 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 posse, like your the people behind you. Yeah, like, like these obsessed. are my stands. Yeah, these like stands. Taylor Swift has stands. Yeah. I I live in in this f- country. Where the I hell are my Swifties? <laughs> they what? are called Swifties as That's well. That's their nickname. Like the Alarmy, they're Swifties. <laughs> Well, yours could be called Christie's. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far, I just have, you know, just people attacking me from all ends saying I'm a loose cannon and telling me I don't do my job well. Which, uh, well, it's How a, it's a tough job dealing with the facts, you know? <laughs> That's true. Kind of kind of keep these facts in line is like and in order. It's really tough. Well, Chris, while you figure out what you're going to do about your... I got to do like a PR campaign. Yeah. Here. I'm going to read this uh, letter from Leah Byers. Hello, Rebecca, Amanda, and Chris. Sorry, Clayton, this isn't for you. This is pre-Clay. Oh, okay. (laughs) PC. I'll just see you guys later. Tell me when I can come back. I've been obsessed with your podcast after the office ladies recommended it. I wanted to give you an idea for a podcast episode. I'm at the beginning of your podcast, so I'm not sure if you've done it. Here's my idea. Who's to blame for Thanos getting the Infinity Stones? (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's I, a reference to a marvel i think uh oh yep, i Avengers. thought it was uh the thanos the um geez uh, is it elizabeth holmes elizabeth oh, yes i know what you're talking about <laughs> yes that's, that's theranos the one who's theranos, in jail right sorry now. No. yeah no yeah, this no. is Th- thanos okay i just watched no, the is... first guardians of the galaxy and let me say yondu needs to be put on the board okay so it's, i was even wrong it's not <laughs> avengers it's Ga- Ga- guardians of the galaxy but i would think i was right yep. in that it was deep marvel or whatever uh-huh. oh it's Leo- definitely marvel that's in that world yeah Leah, you are barking up the wrong tree here. I don't know if you figured it's that so out true. yet. <laughs> you picked the three most untapped into the Marvel Universe people that you could it's possibly true. find. It's, like if you were to go up to random strangers on the yeah. street, they would probably you would probably have a better chance of having somebody know what you're talking about than yeah. us. Like it's, I just said, it's definitely Marvel, and I actually don't know if that's true. It could just be like a separate thing that's just gardens of the ga- galaxy which, which is not marvel but i said it with such conviction <laughs> yeah like marvel Chris, it's a marvel would be it's a super it? villain okay. marvel um it first it, it, iron man i guess is okay. where he started and then mm, okay oh so he clashes with many heroes including the avengers the guardians of the galaxy fantastic four eternals and the x-men so he's obviously so somebody this is a good point by leah okay. here because well, this is leah, a pro- leah sa- continues to say this may be a long journey and many hours of movies yeah. to research but right. you can do it mm. blessings leah byers <laughs> <laughs> so she was she seemed aware this, that this, this, number one we would have no idea and number two it's a lot to gotcha. take on All right. Oh, look, I mean, and I, this isn't addressed to me, so I'm just going to pretend like I don't have to worry about this one. <laughs> I'll just I'll forward it to Amanda. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. She's going to be so confused when she gets that email. <laughs> when she has to watch all those movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you, Leah. We'll we'll put it up on the board. I mean, it is something we should eventually learn about, right? 
And I'm talking to Chris. If we have to do a million episodes, we may need it. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's up. It's up on our list. Okay. This is from Paula from Scotland. And the subject is Lord Wheatley seemed to be a very nice man. Lord Wheatley, for those of you who don't remember, was the judge presiding over the Duchess of Argyll. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good memory. Mm -hmm. So Paula writes... Hi, Alarmy. I love your podcast. Just wanted to drop you a line regarding the Duchess of Argyle scandal. Around 15 years ago, I moved to Scotland for a new job. One of my first tasks was to have a meeting with Lord Wheatley about a work proposal. Wow. I was very, very nervous as I was brand new to the job and I'd never met a Lord before. I have to say, though, he was really lovely, very down to earth and easy to talk to. We talked about work for 10 minutes and then just chatted about how much we both loved Edinburgh Festival. Hmm. Oh, okay. I was very surprised when I heard your podcast and realized that he was the judge in that case. I didn't even know about the case at the time, which was probably a good thing. 1963 was a very, very long time ago, though, and attitudes have changed a lot. I do wonder what Lord Wheatley must think of this case now. I suspect he wouldn't want to talk about it, but surely he must have a lot of regrets. Anyway, keep up the good work, and thanks for always bringing up some funny, some fun on my Tuesdays and Thursdays. Paula from Scotland. Wow, mm. that's fascinating. Uh, I I do wonder. We sorry. are one, two, three degrees from Lord Wheatley. From Lord Wheatley, right? Which wow. means we're four degrees from Argyll. Argyll. Oh yeah. Duchess. Wow. So close. I am curious what he would say about the case today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I i wonder um because like paula said people do change and attitudes change and right. you know um but as a judge you're supposed to have like not you're just supposed to not be affected by the changes of the times oh interesting you're supposed to lay down the law but i don't know he I seems guess, like a real turd <laughs> i guess that i know uh, the i know i i don't know that was our, that's what we kind of, that was what our research showed. His actions right? definitely spoke yeah. louder than his chit chats with Paula. Yeah. I mean, you I'm know? sure he'd be a fun but guy to have course. a beer with, you know, but. But I am curious what, what he would have to say about it right now. I, I was just realizing, mm. you know, when you were saying that judges aren't supposed to change. I think that's why they wear those wigs, right? And they dress up like old timey. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like a reminder that they're still. <laughs> I don't think that's why. <laughs> We're that still was just like... like a weird formality of like the old days of like court. I don't think it's to make them seem ancient. No, and I like... think it's so they, that, that you, we remember that the law is that old. <laughs> yes. I've been around since the beginning of time. I know all laws. But another alarm, alarmy member who has interacted with the sort of one of these relics of the past, one of these tragedies that we've looked at. Yes. Really interesting, guys. If you guys ever do that, please let us know because it's fascinating to kind of hear about. And the tidbit about him liking the Edinburgh Festival, that kind of that really puts an interesting twist on what i imagined his personality to be mm-hmm. you know? yeah edinburgh's like an experimental like fringe theater festival yes right? so it's mm. i don't know it's interesting that is interesting to think about um okay well thank you paula this thank you paula is from tina from germany we're uh international well in this, uh, in our, yeah. hello rebecca and alarmy I loved your episode on daylight savings time. Sorry, daylight saving time. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Old old habits die hard. Mm -hmm. And I have some opinions about uh, opinions with a capital O. That means they're like Mm -hmm. strong. They're very strong opinions, yeah. While I have thankfully lost the jet lag in recent years, I have suffered in the past as the time has changed twice a year. Something you haven't covered in your episode was the entire animal issue. Oh. Along mm. us, hu- uh, uh, 
along with us humans. Along with us humans suffer the fauna. Hmm. You did mention car accidents, but I don't think you included people hitting animals with their cars because they have to get used to us coming through their territory an hour earlier in oh, spring. Oh, crazy wow. thought. Yeah. Interesting. Which saddens me so much each, uh, each and every time. Maybe this is a bigger point of discussion here in Germany. So I thought I'd bring it up. There has been a European referendum on DST, and the majority voted for a year-round DLT years ago, but it hasn't been implemented yet. Now comes hmm. my big issue. Okay, so here we go. To me, here we go. <laughs> it's obvious this capital that that capitalism is to blame. All this talk of saving money on less electricity is just a ploy in order to make us forget that we buy more stuff we probably wouldn't buy if it got darker uh, if it got dark sooner in the summer, which I guess your big barbecue verdict hinted at. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> let's face it, if governments <laughs> big bar big barbecue, we said was uh... <laughs> right because the sun is out. I don't know if it makes sense. <laughs> okay, well she she continues because let's face it, if governments wanted us to play along with the twice early back and forth, they could very well give us an extra day or two off so that we could cope with the jet lag. Mm, oh, that's an interesting point. Good idea. Okay. Yeah. But they also want the economy to thrive, which probably yeah, prevents them from doing so. Maybe we could blame lobbyism for, for that one. Mm. Also, have you thought of the many people who work the night shift when times change in fall? They have to work an extra hour. Most of them probably get paid for it, but it means that they have to stay up longer. Hence, further screwing with their circa uh, circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. So if we kept doing the switch between DSL and standard time, I think it would be more than fair if we got time off to recover and get used to the new time. Just thought I'd add my two cents. Love you all. And I'm looking for those one million episodes. Tina from Germany. Mm, I think Tina. that's a, I think that's a hell of a compromise, Tina. I, I don't know if we heard a better one. I haven't you heard. You can have your daylight saving time, but you need sure. to give us two days off. It just it's just one day after. I think she's accounting for both days. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great idea. I have so no we have notes. that Monday off. We can I all just Clayton, make it like a holiday. It's a holiday. It's yeah. definitely a holiday. Yeah. We, it's, I mean, people love holidays. And you know what? To, to Tina's point about, I mean, if you're going to try and convince the capitalists, right? Or like the, they want the economy to, like, if you give people a day off and then you say go and and shop. Right. That's true. <laughs> economy. That's helps the economy. Recover we love by, a holiday where yeah. people are out and about. What do you want to do on our day? What do you want to do on our daylight saving time to day off today? Oh, let's go to the Shop. TJ Maxx and let's go to the Nordstrom. Exactly. Yeah. Rank. I would be so happy. We don't have to do that, but let's we go to Best Buy yeah. and buy See? the most expensive thing there. And then we'll go out to and dinner. And you could have, yes. And there could be like twice a year. It's the big daylight savings sale, like Black Friday type savings. of thing. <laughs> just, right. This is just, yeah. Saving is in the title. Oh, Gosh, this exactly. Is so How can we get? Uh, can we call a lobbyist? How can we get? I think we can actually just do you that. You gotta pay we can those. Call people. a lobbyist, right? You know what yeah, though? Maybe. I really like her suggestion for lobbyism because I don't think that's yet to be even suggested for anything we've done. No, no. I don't think so either. Is it? Yeah, but I feel like it's. But some point we got to get it up on the board. So that's a yeah. new goal for me personally. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Tina. What if we did this? What if we all called our local um, representatives mm -hmm. and we said, hey, we have an idea for daylight savings time. And we just pitched. We can certainly what Tina try said. that and, and see how it goes. I mean, I feel like we could you know get a, we a do. lot of representatives on board because we're all. We should call. Out. Yes. Yeah. And we should call like a big companies. We should be like, hey, Best Buy, you should join us like on this call. And you could be like, it's going to be great for business. Oh my God, I think We're going to have a big sale. This could be a movement. <laughs> um, yeah. I actually think it's just a get great, rid of it. it's a freaking great idea. And you just haven't heard, you just haven't heard it yet. Oh, obsessed. It's great. Okay. Thank you, Tina. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. 
Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And this is from uh, Caitlin. And Caitlin says, as a dedicated listener, I absolutely loved this episode. I was even convinced. Oh, she's talking about the daylight savings time episode as well. Okay. Yeah. Pe- people Great. really uh, responded to responded day- to because this it's episode. something that affects everyone. everyone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we you know, all have a, to do Everyone it has a, a connection to it. Mm-hmm. I have even convinced. Uh, I was even convinced by Daddy Time that our system we have currently is best. That was our guest expert. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oh, we call that. Daddy is time. that f- daddy time oh daddy time. not father time daddy time okay uh, i'm here to tell you that he's wrong though that's oh. in all caps okay okay <laughs> as a very tired mother to a toddler i diligently took two weeks moving my toddler's schedule up one hour for it not to be a shock for him i also took the time to adjust myself Yet my usual wake-up time of 8 a.m. with said toddler has been destroyed as he he has woken for the past three days at 5.40 a.m. on the dot. Mm. Whoa. Mm. In conclusion, there is no right way to do DST and all time uh, is a lie anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it's coming from a very emotional place. Yeah. She's understanding. Caitlin is in the trenches right now. (laughs) She's really poor Caitlin. Send in the reserves. (laughs) Thank you for being awesome for being our household favorite podcast. Oh, that's sweet. P.S. My signature is simply a truth. We all die. It's true. Just stating a fact. Oh, she's talking about her sign off, which is automatic to her email. I guess it says we all die, and that's great. We all die, and that's great. Mm -hmm. Okay, (laughs) Caitlin Carranza. All right. You know, I want to say because I my one of my great regrets is this episode I was so excited for, and of course I wasn't able to do this episode with you guys when we did it. And one of the things I wanted to bring up, just hearing this about the toddler, because I'm going through this right now with my dogs, and maybe you discuss this, but the pets and dinner time. Because our dogs, the sun goes down and they're like, so it's time for dinner. And it's like, no, it's four o'clock. We're like three (laughs) hours away. And they're like, what? (laughs) That's another thing. Speaking to Paula about the animals. Mm -hmm. It's also the animals who think they're being starved and neglected suddenly by their loving owners. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Caitlin, for your thoughts. We hope that things have gone back to normal i'm better (laughs) some sleep yeah (laughs) okay this uh email is from liz gum from louisville okay Mm -hmm. hey all i just started listening to the podcast about two months ago i i know way behind on the times 
I heard about it through Office Ladies. So those tiny plugs do work. Love almost mm -hmm. all of it, though. Al she said almost all of it, though. Rebecca, I uh -oh. do yell at the radio as I'm driving when I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Or I just ask questions out loud, out loud to you. Not sure mm. why you don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I do love people just mad at me, like as they drive the to car, work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I noticed that the episodes are no longer numbered when I see all of the episodes. Is there a reason for this? Is this something you as a team decided or is it Erios? It was really helping me track uh, where I was in the list since I must follow the rules and start in order. <laughs> Just wondering. Right. Also, a suggestion for a topic to look into is who is to blame for who stole the cookie from the cookie jar. <laughs> <laughs> that's a mystery not a tragedy although we do do mysteries on this show um, um yes. said it wasn't me but then who <laughs> <laughs> sorry can i tell can you tell i am a retired elementary teacher <laughs> yeah we can tell. who is currently providing child care for a two-year-old and an 18-month-old <laughs> yes wow. anyway so I she needs her cookies <laughs> yeah she needs a cookie to like pick her up every once in a while. You can't steal it. Yeah, exactly. You can't. Yeah. She or she's got cookie thieves in her, uh, in her, under her care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, mm -hmm. she's wondering where all the cookies went because she needs the pick me up. <laughs> right. Anyway, I love the show. You're amazing. And I learned so much. Liz Gum from Louisville written the day before the Kentucky Derby in a city that celebrates for two weeks, a two minute horse race means a day off for me wait a minute see if she can get a day off she because of the kentucky derby then we can get a day off for daylight savings yes right the whole city shuts down yeah <gasps> it's a big deal for a two-minute race i know there was just so much pomp and circumstance around it you know just like all the like people gathering it's like very like society and talk people, talk about people. if animals can talk i mean those horses would be like what is going on right now i know leave me, leave know. me alone they're so good get off my back <laughs> literally yeah okay so that um, was what about this numbering thing is that true i Do we guess not number we should look episodes? into it i don't know if it was such a conscious decision we will look uh, into that. Liz, I apologize for that if you were looking in yes. uh, for order. I mean, a good way to do it is just to go on all of, uh, you know, see all of the episodes and then just work your way up. They're all chronological. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, you're right. I guess they stopped. We stopped numbering them. Uh, Unless that was an a uh, podcast thing. Like yeah, where you're ever you're getting your I'm podcast. Sure. This is where you're talking to people about technical stuff, which. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> that and Marvel. It's just not. Yeah. And chemistry, honestly. <laughs> There's a lot, you guys. I'm looking up this There's thing. I think, did we number them? Did we used to number them? We must have. I mean, we still do internally, obviously, because we're getting to a million. <laughs> but uh... Right, right, right. Yeah, perhaps it's not published. Wow, we've done a lot. I'm like still scrolling here. What well, happened? Mm -hmm. Liz, thank you for writing in. Thanks, and, Liz. Um, we will look into that. Look into that and also think about putting who stole the cookie from the cookie jar. But like Chris said, we're, we don't really do mysteries. <laughs> right. Also, if it's between you and your two young children, I'm going to guess it's you. And maybe it was like in a daze. So record yourself, Liz. <laughs> Problem with that, that also is that every time you accuse someone, they say, who me? Yes, you couldn't be. Then who exactly? I mean, it's just sort of like a, it's a, it's a, it's we'd be talking in circles. Yeah, snakes that <laughs> eats its own tail. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is from Deputy Chris. Ah, oh, a, he's a back. loyal listener. That's right, dear Larmus. Mm -hmm. Anyone who was betting against me writing in, in this month does not know me very well. <laughs> well, what month is this? I think this was in July. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're, we're about to get some context. Yeah. <laughs> I was very excited that you got Paula Poundstone as the guest. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. As we. Yes. Oh, my God. That was 
Uh, she was such a fun guest. It's the same mm-hmm. way I feel when I hear she is on the panel of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Mm-hmm. Yep. But imagine how I felt by the end of the death of Claude Cahoon and Marcel Moore uh, at the end of that episode. Of the dozens of suggestions I had made to get Hitler, I had never heard of this. Yep. For Hitler to be taken down by LGBT, LGBTQ plus and a couple of Jewish surrealist artists with a tip in from Paula freaking Poundstone, I wept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> I finally get to use that special cell I built in the alarmist jail. It is so far yeah. down the devil has to take an elevator down to poke him with a pitchfork. <laughs> Uh, we did not give you the funds to sanction that uh, that wing, Chris. <laughs> Deputy Chris is. <laughs> this off was a passion the rails. project for him. Yeah. this was his own passion project. He took it on. He He's put like, in his I'll own money. <laughs> yeah, we're like, that's fine. <laughs> thank you all very much, and thank uh, Paula for me. Gratefully yours, Deputy Chris. Yeah, that was super cool, and I think an exciting episode for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he very really exciting. has been writing in about getting Hitler in the alarmist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we all know. I mean, it was just a matter of time. Oh, he. We knew he would get there. <laughs> but it was great to. It was great that it happened on that episode for the exact reasons, Chris. <laughs> And with Paula, which was so fun and who, I don't know if this is on air, but afterwards she was like, this is so fun. Like being on the show, which like made my little gay yeah. heart like, swell. <laughs> yeah. That was special. Yeah. I love that. Um, A okay, couple well, more. Yeah. I, 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 we're, we're kind of winding down here. So I'll, I'll yeah. read two more. How about that? Yeah. Okay. I think we can do it. And I have no idea what this one is. So. Here we go. Hey, Rebecca, Amanda, and Chris. Sorry, Clayton. Sorry, buddy. You can... Yeah, I'll just tune out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let you know when you can come back. I've been Thank binging. <laughs> I've been binging your show nonstop for the last several months, and I'm still catching up. I just listened to the Tanya Harding episode, and as always, it, it was fantastic. I freaking love this, this show. I grew up in Rancho Cucamonga, California, and I was just wondering what happened to Farrell's ice cream parlor. Hmm. The rancho location mm. closed several years ago without warning, and apparently the Brea location is gone also. I found this crazy article that talks about the Farrell's curse. Apparently, multiple plane accidents, dozens of deaths, what? and ultimately the $2 million debt and closure of restaurants. Please cover this. I would love to hear you take o- your take on it. Here is an article. Thank you, Alarmy Recruit Robin Ellsworth. Okay, mm. I know nothing about this. Okay, what is this Me ice either. cream part? I, I also love that people are just writing in saying like, hey, my, what happened to my ice cream, local ice cream shop? <laughs> <laughs> I like that place. <laughs> Who's to blame? <laughs> uh, I don't know, Robin. Uh, <laughs> um, um, I'm just doing a cursory search here. I, it, I, I'm, I'm still unable. It looks like some of them have closed down. I've never even heard of this. Well, here's have you heard either. of this place, Clayton? No. Um, here's no. the article she sent. Two plane crashes, tragedy and ice cream. Mm. Are they cursed or title. just unlucky? Yeah. Jeez. All right. We okay, will look well, into this. Oh, I yes. see. There's some it pictures like here about one. it looks like an old timey ice cream parlor. Um, really fun uh billboards, you know, it looks like from the fifties. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll put it on our list. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Robin. Okay, this next one, the subject line is Anne Boleyn. Ooh. Mm. Dear Rebecca, Chris, and all the Alarmist gang, I've gone back to listen to some older episodes and had to write in after listening to Anne Boleyn. You missed some key information that I thought you might be interested in, although I don't know how it would necessarily change your outcome. Firstly, Henry was very suggestible. Whoever was the last person to talk to him and sway him, he went with that and could be swayed back if someone else got got to him. That's why Thomas Cromwell had such success in isolating the king to get him to follow through with what Cromwell suggested or thought was best. Henry got up and left from a tournament without a word to anyone after receiving a message from Cromwell, and then Anne Boleyn was arrested afterwards. Hmm. But... The main issue is that poor Anne's trial was a foregone conclusion. 
not because of the justice system, which let's be real, justice was the king, but because of plotting machinations behind the scene. Anne's trial began on May 15. She was executed on May 19. There is no way that a messenger could have sailed down the Thames across the English Channel and taken a horse to whoever they needed to go in uh, Calais. Calais. Calais for the for the swordsman, then back to London in just those four days, approximately one hundred and eighty some miles round trip. Cromwell Mm. absolutely absolutely sent for that swordsman before trial even started. Love Uh, the show. Anne May. I like this um, fellow Anne writing about an fellow Anne protecting another Anne. I love that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now I get it. Stick together. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Where are my Rebecca's out there? (laughs) You know. know. (laughs) Who's got my back? Get some of them in here. (laughs) So the Henry being suggestible thing is really interesting. I mean, especially a king, you have to sort of stand by your choices. Um, and if there's somebody around like Thomas Cromwell, they could really influence you mm-hmm. if they know how to play you. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I, I'm, I need to learn more about this swordsman. I'm, I'm, yeah, that I'm timing of that suggesting that the trial was basically a sham was very interesting, too. Mm-hmm. And Boleyn, I'm looking it up. You know, do you know what this? Uh, why did Henry the? Uh, this is a quick Reddit <laughs> Google search. <laughs> I'm sure this will be. Uh, why did Henry the Eighth import an expert French swordsman? Oh, the the French swordsman was who who uh, cut her head. Right. Um, because he he didn't want her to suffer, possibly. Yes, he wanted a clean cut because right. I, we talked about how the time to- at the time sometimes it was a bit of a gruesome spectacle. When yes. When people Multiple had their hacks. heads, right? Yeah. I mean, the fact that Anne's trial was a was a sham trial is not shocking. No, no, yeah, and Mm-mm. no. So I, I think their point is that if the the trial had started, yes, okay, okay. So Anne's point is that if this was a fair trial, mm-hmm. it would have started on the fifteenth. And someone would have had to go all the way to France mm-hmm. to get a swordsman. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> be like, okay, I need someone, and then come all the way back. Right, right. Right. So that swordsman was was asked to come before the trial even started, so they knew they were going to kill right. her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Unless he just happened to be in town. Well, that's true. Oh Ooh, God, that's throwing sword- a wrench in Anne's theory. <laughs> do, sword, do swordmen? It throws do, a sword in her theory. Uh, there must be traveling swordsmen. <laughs> yeah, right? like a, part of the circus. Like a, yeah. Well, like and it's also like there probably were uh, the odds that there were French swordsmen in town. It's probably high. They were like in ice cream trucks of the time, right? Like you would like play the music yes. and they would be like, if anybody wants to be beheaded, like. No, that's terrible, yes. Chris. Yeah, but that's how they were back then. <laughs> I, it's, I'm the fact they, just chopping right? off heads. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good point. We, we, but we knew, we know that. Yeah. Like, they, that we knew it was. Yeah. The correct. odds were stacked against. And that poor thing. Poor Anne Boleyn. Uh, and she's also been through the ringer in terms of history's like narrative. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're here to, you know. We see you, Anne. We see you, Anne. <laughs> we Anne, see you. Anne, Anne uh, has your back. <laughs> Anne May has your back. <laughs> right. Okay. So I, that, that's all we have time for, unfortunately, today. Yeah. But we really appreciate everyone for writing in and all of their not only suggestions, but their yeah. <laughs> own research yeah. um, and, and their recommendations. I w- we will figure out a way to get through more of these and hear your guys' voices because we do love hearing from you. Yeah. And we want you mm-hmm. to we want to tell you what we think about your emails. Well, we hope that everyone is having a, a happy holiday season. It is the season right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're ramping up all the way to a new year. Ooh, that's what happens after the holidays. That's man. right. New and year, new tragedies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here, 
and we want to hear your uh, recommendations for what episodes we should cover in 2024. Mm -hmm. So please write in and let us know. And everyone stay tuned because next week we are going to be discussing the toxic lady, the mysterious death of Gloria Ramirez. The Alarmist. Powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.